Shalom to all. Today's daf is Beit Zadaf. Hey, we are starting Dalit Amad Bay's three lines up from the bottom, the fifth to last word on the line. And today's daf is sponsored Le'ilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sarah, Basar, Yaakov, Maisha, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. And Le'ilu Nishmas, Rabbi Yechmiel, Mordechai, Ben Reb Chaim Heitner, his Neshama should have an Aliyah. Now, in yesterday's Gemara, Rava taught that there are three halachas in which we paskin like Rav. We had learned two of them, and this is going to be the third. Now, we had learned about Kedusha Achas and Shtei Kedushas. In essence, what that means is that if the reason we keep two days of Yantav and Chutzlarts is because the Chum established that for all generations we have to keep these two days, then it's considered like one Kedusha, one long holy day. However, if these two days are observed only because of Suffolk, we're unsure of when Rosh is, and therefore we're unsure of when Yantif is, then it's considered like Shtei Kedusha, each day is really separate from the other because one day is Yantif and the other automatically isn't. The Nafkamina would be an egg laid on the first day. If it's Kedusha Achaz, then the egg would still be Asra on the second day, but if not, then the egg would be Mutra on day two. And now we have this third halacha, Itmar, Shneyom, Tem, Shrash Hashanah, the two days of Rosh Hashanah. Ravish, Muldam, Shavaya, both of them say, No, the Bazaar, Surah Bazaar, if an egg is laid on one day, it's Asra on the second day as well because it's considered Kedusha Achaz, it's not Shtei Kedusha. We have a Mishnah. Originally, they would accept Adim that were giving testimony that they saw the new moon the entire last day. Now, what does this mean? So, as we've learned, Bezin didn't declare Rishchidosh until two Adim testified that they saw the new moon. It used to be that Bezin would accept Adim the entire 30th day of Elul. Therefore, people would already refrain from Malacha the night before. For example, if the 30th day of Elul was on Monday, the Malacha was already stopped starting Sunday night because Adim could come anytime on Monday and then retroactively all of Monday, including Sunday night, of course, would be considered Rosh Hashanah. However, continues the Mishnah, one time the Adim delayed in coming, they came all the way at the end of the day, and they messed up on the Shir that they sang. That's because by the Tom Shabbat the Adim hadn't come yet, and therefore the Levim, they didn't know what to sing, and they decided to sing the weekday's Shira, and then afterwards Adim came, and it turned out that retroactively it was Rosh Hashanah, and so it turned out that retroactively they sang the wrong Shir. So therefore, they established that they're only going to take Adim up until Mincha, if Adim came from Mincha and afterwards, that day was Kaidash and the next day was also Kaidash. Now, in this scenario, even though Rosh Hashanah wasn't until the next day because the Adam came too late, the Isra Malacha still applied to that day, in our example, Monday, because the Chum were afraid. If Malacha was allowed, then the following year people do Malacha on that first day and it might actually turn out to be Rosh Hashanah. So we see that the reason for two days of Rosh Hashanah isn't because of Suffolk, that we're unsure of when Rosh Chedesh is. We know when Rosh Chedesh is. We know when the Adam are coming. Rather, it was a Takanas Chum to prevent a Zilzal. Therefore, Rosh Hashanah is viewed as one long day. Day, and an egg laid on day one is Asr on day two. But now I'm a rabbi, from the Takan Rabbi Zak and onwards, Beit Mutaris, an egg laid on the first day of Rosh Hashanah is permitted the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Did not we have a Mishnah? Mishachar Beit Samikdash, once the Beit was destroyed, Hiskin Rabbi Yechem and Zakir, Rabbi Yechem and all the Chachamim were Mesakin, Shiyum Akabim Ezachaydish Kalayim, that they would accept Ezachaydish all day like what they used to do before the Takan that they're not going to accept it all day. Now, once the Beit Samikdash was destroyed, Rabbi Yechem instituted this original practice that Adam were accepted all the 30th day of El because now there's no issue of singing the wrong shear because there's no Beis HaMikdash. So for those cities that were far from Eretz Yisrael that had to keep two days, that was because of Suffolk and therefore the two days of Rosh Hashanah are separate Kedushas and a Beis HaShanel de Bazet is Mutter on the next day. Now Amalei Abayi, he asked Rabba, Vahal Rav Shmuel, Dama Chavayu, Beis HaSura. Rav Shmuel both said that a Beis is Asur that next day. Amalei, he asked him, Amin al-Cha Anar B'Yechem Zakai. I told you something from B'Yechem and Zakai. Va'ata Amalei, Rav Shmuel, you're asking on me from Rav and Shmuel, where are you way after B'Yechem Zakai? You don't have a question on me. So now the Gemara asks, Rav Shmuel, we actually have a question on Rav and Shmuel's statement from this Mishnah, from this memra of Rabbi Yechem and Zakai. So the Gemara answers like, Hashi, you're right, there's no problem. Halon, one is talking about for them. For people in Eretz Yisrael, they keep only one day. So an egg which is born on one day of Rosh Hashanah is permitted that next day. However, Vahalahu, that's talking about for us, us people in Chutzl Arts. The reason why we're keeping two days of Rosh Hashanah is because of that original Takana, because we were afraid that they were going to mess up on the Shir. And there was not because of Sveika Diyayma, it's because it was Takana Sachamim, was considered like one long Kendusha, and therefore we're not allowed to eat the egg, even that second day of Rosh Hashanah. Now, 
Now, Rav Yosef Amr, he tells us, even from the Takan Rabbi Yechem Zake and onwards, based on Sura, that egg is also the second day of Rosh Hashanah. My time, why is that? It's something which is Dover Shabbat which means Nimnu Vigamru. They sat down, they took a vote, and they established that this is the halacha. Anything which is Dover Shabbat it was voted on and it was established as the halacha. We have to have another minion, another vote to take it away and to be matter that thing. And Amr Rav Yosef, he says, how do I know that to be true? Because we have a Pasuk that tells us, Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu to tell Klal Yisrael after Har Sinai, tell them to go back to their tents. And somehow that proves that anything which is a Dover Shabbat minion, it needs to have another minion to be matarit. And Va'imer, another proof for this, it says in the Pasuk, once the Shaifer sounds, they're allowed to go up on the mountain. And somehow that also proves it. And Utanan, we have another mission that proves the same concept. Karim Ravai, anyone that has Karim Ravai, which means it's vines that are in their fourth year, so you have to take those up to Yushalayim and eat them there. Someone who's within a day's journey of Yushalayim had to bring them up to Yushalayim, side in any direction of Yushalayim. And this is the boundary of within a day's journey of Yushalayim. A last min hadarim, a last from the south, a kravis min hatsafa, and a kravis from the north, lud min hamayrav, lud from the west, and viyardin min hamizach, Jordan from the east. Va'amar Ula, and Ula said, Vitemur Rabbi Rachana, some says Rabbi Rachana, Amar Yechran, he said, Matam, why is that? People that are within a day's journey of Yushalayim, they had to bring their fruits up to Yushalayim, Kedela Atar Shuk Yushalayim Beperas, in order to adorn the marketplaces of Yushalayim with fruits, so there could be a lot of fruits in Yushalayim. Tan, you have a brisa, Karamavai, Hayoloi, the Rebelezer, but Mizrach Lod, Rebelezer had Karamavai on the eastern part of Lod, but Sad Kfartavi, near Kfartavi, which means he was within a day's journey of Yushalayim, and he would have had to bring it up to Yushalayim. Hayam would be on top of Bikishlav Kirlanim, and he wanted to make it Hefker, he wanted to make it ownerless for the Anim, so they could take it and bring it to Yushalayim, because it was too much for him to schlep up to Yushalayim. But Amrlai Talmud, this Talmud told him, Rabbi, Kfar Nimnu Your friends already voted, and they already established that it's permitted for you to redeem it, and you're allowed to bring that money up to Yushalayim. You don't have to make a Hefker for the Anim. Now, Man Chavirecha, who are your friends that they're referring to? Rabbi Yechman Zakeh. It's Rabbi Yechman Zakeh and all of the Bezdin. And what do we see from here? Timer, the only reason why he was allowed to redeem and to bring that money up to Yushalayim is Dinimnu. That's only because they sat and they voted and they established the halacha. Halay Nimnu, however, if they hadn't sat down, voted and established the halacha, he wouldn't have been able to do that. So what do we see from here? That once we have something that's a Davar Shabbat minion, you have to have a minion Achir Lahatirai. And now the Gemara continues explaining this. My Va'imer, what's this Va'imer? We had two Psukim previously. One of them we had said that Hashem told Mesh Rabbeinu, Leich Emer Lahem and then we had Va'imer, another Pasuk afterwards. So what's the explanation of that? How does that prove this concept? So Hachikamer, this is really what it's saying. Mechti Latsi, because if it says in the Pasuk that Hashem told Mesh Rabbeinu, they have to be prepared for three days. I'll take Shul Isha. No one is allowed to be with their wives. That was three days before Matan Taira. So Leich Emer Lahem, Shuv Lachem Lalechem Lamali, why is it that Hashem had to tell Mesh Rabbeinu to tell Klai Yisrael that they should go back to their tents? It was already after three days, so of course they're allowed to go back to their tents and allowed to be with their wives. Shema Amino, we see from here, called Rav Minyan, anything which was voted on, it was established. This was meaning it was established by Akash Baruch we have to have something, once again, a different halacha that's clearly stated to take that original one away. And if you're going to suggest that the only reason why Hashem told Moshe Rabbeinu that they should go back to their tents is to give them a specific mitzvah that they should go back to be with their wives, Tashma, that's why we continue, What's the explanation of that? If it says in the Pasuk, Also the cattle and the sheep are not allowed to graze opposite the mountain. So why is it the Pasuk needs to say that once the Shaifer sounds, they're allowed to go back up onto the mountain. Obviously, once Matantara is over, they're allowed to go back to the mountain. Shema Amino, we see from here, Davr Minyan, something which is established already, Tzarech It needs to have a new halacha, a new minyan, a new vote to come and make it himater. And Mechitim, if you're going to suggest Hanimili B'dairaisa, that's only something with the Dairaisa. That's Hashem himself has to take away an original statement, so to speak, that he made. Avob Darabana Lai, but when we're dealing with something that Darabana established, if the reason why they established it isn't relevant anymore, so we don't have to have another 
another official halacha drabanon coming to take that away. Tashma, that's why we have that Mishnah of Karim Ravai. But Karim Ravai drabanon, the whole chi of a bring the actual fruit of Karim Ravai up to Yerushalayim is only drabanon. The Ka'amri lay, and they had told him Kvarnim that your friends already sat and they established and they were matter you that you don't have to bring up the fruit. You could redeem it and bring that money up. So therefore, we see that called Rosh even with a drabanon, and the same goes with an egg laid on Rosh Hashanah. The original takan is still in effect. That the reason we have two days isn't because of Suffolk, rather because maybe the Levi Magna messed up with the Shear. And even though this reason isn't relevant anymore because we don't have the Beis Hamikdash, since we never had a new minion to remove that, we remain with the original Isser. And Mechitim, if you're going to suggest us, Rabbi Yisef Beit Sanami, the case with the egg also Imnu Alur Rabbi Yechem Zaka Visharu Rabbi Yechem Zaka, he voted, he established that egg is permitted. Why is that? Because he had said that we're going to once again accept Edus of Kiddush Hachidish the entire day. So he answers no because Ki Imnu. What is it that he established? Aedus. It was only that we're going to accept Edus the entire day. Abetzolai Imnu, but he didn't say that we're going to be allowed to eat that egg the second day of Rosh Hashanah, and therefore that egg is still going to be us for that second day of Rosh Hashanah. So Amalei Abai, he asked Rabbi Yosef, Adu Beitzav Minyan Mi Havai, was this egg ever in this count? Was it ever part of the vote? It never had anything to do with the vote. Beitzav Edus Talia the egg always had to do with the Edus. It's our Edus, it's our Beitzav. If they did not allow Edus to be accepted the entire day, so then the egg wasn't allowed to be eaten the next day. Ishtri Edus, Ishtri Beitzav. If they allowed Edus to be accepted the entire day, like the original Takanos, that means automatically the egg would be permitted the next day of Rosh Hashanah. So therefore, according to Abaye, once Rabbi Yechem and Zaka had come along and said that we are going to accept Edom the entire day, so once again, that means that the egg is going to be permitted the next day. And we continue with this, Rabbi Adra, Shalman, Shabayu, and Bey, Kluches, both of them are from Kluches, and Amri, they say, even from the Takan Rabbi Yechem Zaka and onwards, Beis HaSura, that egg is also the second day of Rosh Hashanah. My time, why is that? Because Meheri, Bona Beis HaMikdash, Beis HaMikdash should be speedily rebuilt. The Yomru and people are going to say, Shtaked last year, didn't we eat an egg the second day of Rosh Hashanah? Nowadays, we're also going to eat it. And they're not going to know the Ishtaked last year, Shtei Kedushai saying, Rosh Hashanah was considered like Shtei Kedushai. Now that we're having two days of Rosh Hashanah, even with the Beis HaMikdash Kedusha Achasi, it's considered like one Kedusha, that's because we don't want the Levim to mess up with the Shear. So therefore, we always have to answer this egg the second day of Rosh Hashanah, no matter with the Beis HaMikdash or without it. The Gemara Asi if so, even after the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed, we shouldn't listen to this Takan of Rabbi and Zakai, and we should not accept Eidos the entire day. Why is that? My time on Meheri Bana Beis HaMikdash because the Beis HaMikdash should speedily be rebuilt. The Yomer people are going to say, Ishtaked last year, Milo Kabalnu Eidos HaChadish Kalayim Kulay, didn't we accept Eidos HaChadish the entire day? Hashtanami, now also, even though we have a Beis HaMikdash, Nekabal, we should also accept Eidos the entire day. And we know that could cause an issue with the Shear of the Levim in the Beis HaMikdash. So the Gemara says, that's not a question. Hachi Hashtan, is that really so? Hasam over there, Eidos Mesur Lebezdin. Eidos is given over to Bezdin. So Bezdin can choose when they're going to accept the Eidim, when they're not going to accept and they're not going to make this mess up. But Beitzel Chomasura, whether or not you're allowed to eat this egg is given over to everyone, meaning everyone has hens that can lay eggs, and therefore someone's bound to mess up. One year we're going to have the base of Mikdash, the next year we're not going to have the base of Mikdash, and someone's going to end up messing up. Last year they had that egg the second day of Rosh Hashanah, so this year they're also going to eat the egg, so that's why the egg we have to say is never allowed the second day of Rosh Hashanah. However, accepting Edos later on in the day, that we could say is going to be permitted from one year, and the next year the Bezin could decide whether or not they're going to accept it that late. And Rava Amar, he also says that Afim even from the Takan of Yechem and onwards, that we're going to accept Edim the entire day. Nonetheless, the egg is still also the next day. Why is that? Doesn't even Rabbi Yechem Zake agree that if Edim came from Mincha and onwards, that that day, as we said in our example, that would be Monday, that would be Kaddish, and the next day would also be Kaddish. Anyway, Rabbi Yechem Zake would hold that both days are Kaddish, so therefore the egg is going to be also the next day as well. And Vama Rava, Rava concludes the Sogi, which had started at the top of Dalad Amun Beis, in these three cases, whether it's a cooler or a and those three cases are an egg laid on Shabbos right before Yontif, the egg is Asr on both day 
one and two, an egg laid on day one of a two-day Yontif, the egg is permitted on day two, and our case that we just had, an egg laid on day one of Rosh Hashanah is usher on day two. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about two days of Rosh Hashanah and two days of Yontif, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.